The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Seven minutes after eight. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the forum at eight. And as I speak, I'm sure many of you probably in your cars driving to whichever Mandela Day projects you are participating in this morning. And of course, Mandela Day tomorrow, the 18th of July. But uh, many people already out and about today are trying to make those contributions. And interestingly, you know, a conversation that's developing on my Twitter timeline about Madiba and Madiba's legacy. Uh, KGM saying that Mandela excellently managed to indoctrinate South Africans into disregarding time except for the 67 minutes instead of doing good always to which Lunga says that you know Mandela critics must rather tell us what they are doing to undo the so-called Mandela wrongs instead of just being couch revolutionaries and as I say you know um, you will decide what you want to do whether you actually want to contribute towards this particular legacy or not and then um, I also asked you earlier to tell us what you are doing for this day if indeed you are participating and um, here's a nice one from uh, Siddiqui Rakolote, who says Mandela Day is at uh, Letlasedi Combined School. It's a farm school uh, outside Clarksdorp. In 2014, we built a dormitory and in 2015, we're putting up the showers. So that's the sort of spirit that we ourselves here at SAFM are engaging in this morning. Really, really proud about uh, the project that we have undertaken and um, you know, um, it really warms the heart. Lots of work to be done. Um, and it couldn't have uh, been possible without the help of everybody involved, including our sponsors. And we'll speak about them in just a moment. But first, some time to reflect on what we did last year. Now, um, if you remember, a Gift of the Givers last year, along with SAFM, uh, spent Mandela Day in Platfontein, which is a settlement of the Kun and the Toe San tribes outside um, on the outskirts of Kimberley in the Northern Cape. Now, the group um, brought much-needed relief to this poverty-stricken community, which is very heavy reliant on government social grants for survival. And a year later, we are sad to say that, unfortunately, not much has changed. Unemployment remains high, and many are struggling to survive. Mpo Lipedi visited the settlement and compiled this report for us. An impoverished community gripped by poverty, the land restitution claim of the Batlapping people in Smutsroft in 2002 saw the Sun Group moving from Smutsroft Farm to Platfontein. The group moved from Namibia and was resettled in the Northern Cape. Through government's intervention, they moved into RDP houses in Platfontein. Teenage pregnancy and illiteracy levels are very high in the area. 52-year-old Kayanda Jamba is a mother of three who shares a two-bedroom RDP house with 14 family members. Jamba is unemployed and lives with three sons. They are three wives and eight grandchildren. They have no income and depend solely on social grants. She says life is hard. I'm living a life of struggle. My children are not working. I'm not working and they all live with me. They have children that I have to take care of. 
because I still do not qualify for pension grant. So we are relying on the social grant of four children out of the eight. Their mothers are also unemployed, and it's like every day is baby-making. What can we do? We don't have nothing to do. No jobs, no nothing. Some of the residents say they still have hope that government can do more to help them. They say that their only wish is for every day to be a Mandela Day, as that is when they will receive the assistance they need. Oh, life here is so tough. I love this man, Mandela, and I wish he was here. He would have made sure that we are well taken care of. If every day can be Mandela Day, that will mean a lot to us because that will mean that they take care of us every day in honor of Mandela. SABC's Vuzi Lukoto is one of the SAFM team members who participated in last year's activity where they handed over food parcels and loads to the community. He says the poverty witnessed in the community is heartbreaking. One thing... um which were surprised when we were driving to um, Blackfontein the first day was the area is not far from uh, Halishiwe, but we couldn't understand why you have Halishiwe on this side and you have uh, Blackfontein on this side. Why uh, are they not staying in Halishiwe and they are just staying on their own like they don't belong to uh, South Africa and the poverty in that area. There's just no recreational facilities. You find um, soccer grounds here and there, and the poverty is something else which I cannot even describe. A lot of people are not waking. Uh, They are lying on grounds. When they wake up, they go to drink, and you find in every second or third house, there's a group of people sitting there drinking. The future is bleak for these children who are trapped in the cycle of poverty and have to jump over many hurdles if they are to have a better future. The, that report by Mpoli Pedi out in Plattfontein. And as I said, you know, yeah, last year we went out there and um, it was really, you know, a soul-warming experience. But we did what we could at the time. And um, we are here and we can safely say that we wish that we could do more. And I guess that's what this year's project is about. We, we wanted to do more. We wanted to leave um, a legacy behind. And I think that is what we are going to achieve this year in Budibe Village. And um, to talk about uh, to us about this year's project is Mr. Moses Lepadi, who is, of course, uh, the person who started the organization um, that we are assisting this year as part of our Mandela Day offering as SAFM. And um, we'll also speak to, you know, some of the other people involved and our sponsors without whom we could not have achieved any of what we have done here. Um, Ndate Moses, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you very much and good morning to all the listeners. Ndate Moses, if you can just start by painting a picture for our listeners of, you know, the project, how it started, and why uh, you decided to embark on it. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Um, I come from that area, Budibe. I was working for many years in the township of Itzosing. And most of the time... I was working as a businessman, by the way. 
most of the time people would come you know ask him for this and that and that and would always give willingly but then it so happened that in my church the methodist church in mafikin they formed a soup kitchen then i sat down with my wife and we decided that you know we have been so generous to many people can't we form a soup kitchen you know and channel all the generosity that you have been doing to the people she asked me where to i said budibe because you are working in budibe she's been working there for over 22 years so i said let's go to budibe i met a friend we were together in nafcock her name is pusele tsomasebe we gave the concept to her and gladly and willingly she accepted the concept and that was the beginning of the whole thing we started working together until up to this day so in terms of what you do on a daily basis and and how the benefit uh, the community gets to benefit from it um we are supplying the soup kitchen is giving food to members of the community the elderly the sick you know and the disadvantaged on every monday every wednesday and every friday so we cook we had a number of people who volunteered to join us and together we worked with them and we are supplying the people with the food on those days and um, i think you know it's it's, it's one of those uh, situations whereby we need to paint a picture for you of um, budibe village and you know the plight that we are talking about when you get there um, uh, we were told you know some of the elderly uh, people arrive there early in the morning and for some of them that is the only meal they will have for the day and they that, that's the place where they spend their time and yet everything that is there is makeshift um you know and uh, we'll put up some pictures uh between shweshwe and i we took some pictures we'll also post a video because we want you to appreciate what the place looked like before the intervention of um uh, the safm uh, um and their partners and what it will look like afterwards because there isn't even a structure whereby people can sit under and enjoy this meal it's just open it is literally just open felt and the dust i have never experienced dust like that in my life i i went you know to the hotel and it's amazing how many times i had to literally you know wash my face to begin with to get rid of all that dust and i look at ali's eyes and and they still red because i saw him slogging away there yesterday in the 